0: Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 12th of March 2022 and the title of this episode is Wizard Lawyers Make It Personal. Wider Path Games is in the spotlight this month as voted for by patrons and even though we're not halfway through the month, the spotlight feature with Wider Path is live on the site. The timing has worked well. The indie publisher this month launched a kickstarter for Spark Sun. Spark Sun is a 5e powered game and a setting where technology and biology are blurred. Here, your creator wants to destroy you. However, it's Starport that Wider Path might be best known for, well they think so, and that's a setting designed with young players in mind. Good luck to Wider Path for the Kickstarter. It's not a Kickstarter story up next, it's a lack of a Kickstarter. Just briefly, I wanted to touch on The Lost and The Jammed. This is a gonzo gunpowder game, fantasy with gunslingers. It's by Soul Muppet. They're the publishers behind Best Left Buried and Orbital Blues, two games that have done well. Nevertheless, I wouldn't call Soul Muppet a titan of publishing, they're an indie and I'd argue you'd need to be reasonably close to the TTRPG scene to know the name. Despite what I think, The Lost and the Jam crowdfunded without crowdfunding. The indie publisher just said that if they could get a thousand bucks in pre-orders, they'd make the game. And in very little time at all, they did just that. It's impressive. I didn't see the start though, I didn't see how the publisher handled the possibility of taking pre-orders without then hitting the target. I wonder about the legal consequences of having money but no product, or starting with only the promise of money. Speaking of legal lessons, I learned a little bit more about the American trademark lore from MCDM's Strongholds and Followers loss. It's not dramatic news just that Matt Covill's company will not be able to trademark the name Stronghold and Followers. That was a huge Kickstarter success and a successful 5e book. The problem was that it was only a book and you can't trademark a single work. You could if it was a series. The MCDM has talked about Stronghold and Followers being a book on their Kickstarter, in their store and elsewhere. I can't offer legal advice, but now I wonder if you should make all your add-ons and stretch calls in a Kickstarter part of a series, or you do previews, quick starts, and jump starts as a series, just so you can have a series, and with that, the potential to trademark your name. Of course, the main legal story of the week, and the title of this podcast comes from Wizards of the Coast, The D&D Publishers lawyers have added more detail to their countersuit against TSR in the trademark battle there. They've named Justin Lanasa and the Dungeon Hobby Shop Museum. Doing so strips away the ability to hide behind the TSR 4 or 5 whatever it is front. It gets those named legal entities involved. It also looks pretty slam dunk with screen grabs showing us what we all knew all along that Wizards of the Coast had still been using the TSR logo. That's probably why Wizards lawyers are asking for a trial by jury. They want the courtroom encounters straightforward and untechnical, and they think they can win that way. Since we're onto D&D, let's look at all the ways they're going to remain dominant in the hobby market for now. There's Dragonlance, the popular fantasy series and the old D&D setting. It's not yet seen anything official for 5e, but that begins to change this week. Wizards of the Coast are officially playtesting the Heroes of Kryn in an Unearthed Arcana release. That means Dragonlance content is being tested, which often means Wizards are working on a related project. After all, they're not going to release a Dragonlance playtest just to wind us up. However, it doesn't mean anything certain. There's also Spelljammer, the science fantasy setting of sailing ships soaring through space. Jason Tondro, WotC's latest senior designer, says he'd be a great guy to help the D and D publisher make that setting. Why? Well, he worked on Pathfinder and Starfinder. He also says he doesn't know which project Wizards of the Coast hired him for. Frankly, it's an odd thing to say. And then there's Dark Sun, the controversially edgy setting. That's definitely coming back, but in the form of all computer games, via a publisher with connections to GOG and via Steam. A host of Forgotten Realms, Dragonlance, Dark Sun, Ravenlust, and even al Classic Games are being remastered and re-released by Sneg. We don't need to be reminded that D&D tops the sales charts. It's redundant information, but who's second and third? ICV-2's Q4 2021 data is out, and these are retailer surveys from North America. Here are the top five, and in reverse order. Fifth, Call of Cthulhu. Fourth, Fallout, the RPG by Modiphius. In third place, you've got Goodwin Games' 5e collections. In second place, Pathfinder. And yes, that means D&D is first. A system that we might hear more about, possibly get confused over, is Essence. This week, Britannia Games made their 20-year-old Essence Core a free download at DriveThruRPG. It's a multi-genre system. It's not the same Essence that Renegade uses for Power Rangers and others. That's Essence 20. You might remember that Renegade promised a follow-up interview with GeekNative after I highlighted that with Essence, Hasbro had signed off an alternative to five E. Renegade did not like me for that. They've also reneged on their promise of an interview. I've contacted them multiple times about following up on that deal and have been met with silence. It's a shame. Oh well, I can push on with coverage without their support. Some things you can do solo. Speaking of which, Medifius is now taking pre orders on Geek Gamers. Solo Game Master Guide. The book covers different RPG systems and provides suggestions and tips on how to run a game for yourself. You know, traditionally most GMs are solo. You only hear about adventures with two GMs as occasional stories. But that's not what's going on here, and I think the alternative title could just have been Solo RPG Guide. That said, sometimes publishers and writers do collaborate on shared universes. A case in point, is the news this week that Titan Books and Free League Publishing will coordinate on a shared alien universe. That means the next three official Titan alien novels will have Andrew Gasker penned alien scenarios in them. The next bit of news is also a shared universe, but it's really a better late than never story. James Gunn's Peacemaker series is coming to TV. Oh. You thought that had been and gone? Well, not in the UK. It's finally coming and Sky has bought the rights. That means you can also catch it on the streaming service and Now TV. Let's finish up and move on to bundles, but we can stay with TV shows for a little while longer. Eden Studios' official Buffy and Angel RPGs are available for a few weeks in the Bundle of Holding. I was surprised to see them. Confident that the commercial rights had expired, but I guess not, and the timing works because it's Buffy's 25th anniversary. Also in the bundle of holding, and head of Avatar Legends getting a widespread launch, Magpie Games have their teen superhero games, Mask, and new generation on offer. In Humble, and I presume for International Women's Day, there's a big comic book bundle called Leading Ladies. And lastly, most importantly, there are thousands of dollars of computer and tabletop games in Itch's bundle for Ukraine. Not only is this worth your money, but it's also a vital cause. And on that note, let's wrap there. Keep fighting, and see you next week.